Hey everyone, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, or ELI5, the weekly podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that is easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today's topic is the alphabet. Doesn't a five-year-old already know the alphabet? Well, I guess so. But the question I'd like to explain today is, why do some letters have completely different characters when written in uppercase, Mm -hmm. whereas some other letters simply have larger versions of themselves? Uh, You know, like a little s looks like an uppercase s, and a little p looks like an uppercase p. Yeah, yeah, I wondered this myself for a while, I think when I was little too. Uh, so the alphabet, uh, as we know it today, the English alphabet, it's changed a lot, you know, over history. Uh, but let's start by explaining what these, you know, where these different versions came from. Uh, so there's a system of the alphabet called cursive, right? It's a thing that teachers told us we need to know, but then computers came along and we don't write anymore. But it's an important part of history. So cursive, you know, is, uh, for those younger viewers... Uh, is a shortcut. It's a simplified system created by scribes back in the day who had to write a lot by hand. Uh, see, some of these scribes discovered that instead of raising the pen from the paper over and over again to write a new letter, it was easier and faster to keep a continuous line that flows from one letter to the next. I see. We forget that people used to write with a quill. I'm not sure that kids these days know that. <laughs> exactly. Cursive has the, the practical advantages of writing speed. Um, that came along with the limitations of the quill, right? You know, quills were very fragile, easily broken, and will spatter unless used properly. They also ran out of ink faster than most contemporary writing utensils. So, the cursive system works great for some of the Latin letters, but not for most of them, which had to be adapted. This is why certain letters like capital A, capital B, capital E, uh, sometimes look very different in cursive, compared to their uppercase versions. This cursive system was later adapted by printers as the lowercase fonts. Oh wait, that's interesting. So the cursive system is neither uppercase or lowercase. That's right. At first, it was only cursive for paper, and big uppercase was for sculptures and incisions. A lowercase was created when printing was invented, since printing cursive was impossible. Let's unpack that a little more. It seems like we need to explain now the advent of printing. The printing press, yes. Uh, Well, first of all, uh, let's talk about the words uppercase and lowercase here. Uh, These words actually come from the very early history of printing, when a person called a typesetter would assemble each page of a book letter by letter. So what happened here was that each letter was a profile on a piece of lead called a sort. Uh, you should look, uh, Google some of these terms up there to kind of see the pictures. So basically, uh, the sorts were kept in boxes called type cases, mm. uh, which had these compartments for each letter, right? Um, there would be a typecase for each font, each typeface, each, you know, weight, whether it's bold or, or thin, uh, whether they were upright or italic, all those kind of configurations. You had a typecase for each, uh, each variation. Mm. Uh, These typefaces are what we call fonts on computers nowadays. Um, And there were actually two typecases for each font, and they were kept one on top of the other. Hmm. The one on top was called the uppercase, and contained another fancy word here, majuscule letters. The one on the bottom was called lowercase. Uh, This contained the minuscule letters. So the proper names for uppercase and lowercase, back to the printing press, are actually majuscule and minuscule. 
Well, now I've learned something new today, majuscule and minuscule letters. Isn't that what they're still called in French and some other languages? Yes, yes, yeah, I believe you're right. And, uh, and probably I think Spanish too. So, so onto your earlier question, um, letters are just simple drawings that have phonetic meanings. Uh, the nature of the symbols is affected by the thing the symbols are written on. Uh, that makes sense. So the letters were designed for different surfaces that they were mm -hmm. to be written on? Exactly, exactly. For example, one of the earliest writing symbols what we have is called cuneiform, which was written by making marks with a stylus on a piece of clay. Mm. So the shape of the cuneiform marks is strongly determined by the shape of the stylus and the material is being written on. And this is really important because majuscules and minuscules were originally two forms of the Latin alphabet that were used for writing on different materials. So what other materials were letters written on then in the past? Yeah, so um, majuscule letters were originally um, carved onto stone. Hmm. The, the Roman emperor uh, Trajan, I think, had his military victories depicted on a carved stone column with letters designed by a scribe painting them onto the stone with a brush. And it was the motion of the brush that created little flares at the beginning and end of each brush stroke. These flares are now known as serifs. Ah, so serifs like you see on Times New Roman font, for example, as opposed to the sans serif font yes. like Arial. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Romans, uh, uh, actually, Romans writing uh, out documents would use Roman cursive. And Roman cursive, like all cursive writing forms, is essentially a bunch of shortcuts for writing the paper version of the letter. And, another, and some more history, after the fall of the Western Roman Empire, uh, Roman country, you know, continued to hold considerable sway and the same writing styles were preserved until a guy named Charlemagne in the Frankish Empire, now France, uh, mm -hmm. in the 800s. So he was a huge believer in literacy and despite never learning to read himself, ordered the creation of a single style of handwriting to be used across his empire. Uh, I think to prevent documents from being misinterpreted. I see. So it was Charlemagne who unified it all. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes with the end result being a pairing of these two writing styles into the majuscule and minuscule letters of this united alphabet. So the minuscule letters, being easier to write quickly, were used more normally, but the majuscule letters with their grand and elegant forms were used for proper nouns and emphasis. Ah, oh, makes sense. Okay, this week has been very educational, but I do feel like we need to summarize it in a form that a five-year-old can truly understand. Do you think you're up for that? Uh, let me try. Okay, so here. Uh, Bobby Stonemason always wrote big letters, and Johnny Scribe always wrote little letters. Uh, Principal Charlemagne says to use Bobby's big letters at the beginning of a name or sentence, or use Johnny's letters, and use Johnny's letters the rest of the time. So everyone in class did and still does today. Thank you. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review here at ELI5. We've got a bunch of great content coming out every week, and we'd love to hear what you think. You can contact us at ELI5thepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, enjoy your week.